Hey there, welcome to Walking Alongside Perspectives, a combination of short monopods as well as some conversations with cool folks covering various topics based on what is going on in the world, focusing on the broader theme of perspectives. As Friedrich Nietzsche said, there are no facts, only interpretations. So let's get into it with this episode. Thanks for being here. Here we are, another year gone and hurtling headlong full speed into another one because somehow it's already the beginning of February. I'm just not sure how that's possible. I really honestly feel like 2022 barely started, but I'm also kind of relieved that it's over because it was a bit of a disappointment, though it was certainly better than its two immediate predecessors. I feel like there was this longing for a return to the way things were, but even in the absence, and I use that term loosely, of COVID, what actually is the way it was? Nothing really stays the same, even though when you look at things like the state of the world, the challenges that we're still facing and fighting, it often also feels like nothing really changes either. The days pass, we get older, we learn things, forget things, fashion comes and goes, music gets reinvented or recycled. Politics continue to disappoint the vast majority while the vociferous few make gains via social media influencers and the ongoing preponderance of mis- and disinformation. While it's easy to acknowledge that things are changing, it often feels like it's not really for the best. But that would be far too negative an interpretation of the current state of affairs. We know that bad news sells, but it's also not too hard to see the good news stories that do exist. You can choose some of what you see by liking and following things that are positive in your social media feeds. For example, I like Instagram and a couple of the things I follow are Hope Rises, OK Taco, and I've recently followed each of the Fab Five from Queer Eye, all of whom I adore. Maybe at some point their deep, dark, heinous secrets will come to light, but for now, I like what I see and they inspire me to be better in each of their respective areas of interest. What I love about Hope Rises is that for the most part, they are stories about ordinary people who have done relatively ordinary things, but with extraordinary results. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they make me cry, but all of them highlight that there is still a lot of good in the world. OK Taco is about horse rescue, and though I haven't seen any updates lately, they were highlighting this adorable miniature horse named Bison, who fortunately was doing better and better every day. And then a friend of mine just sent me a link to a monthly newsletter about what's happening with respect to the climate, what's being done, what we can do, and how things are slowly in some ways getting better. Is there still a long way to go? You bet your giant gas-guzzling Hummer there is, but it needs to be done at the corporate and national levels. One person at a time is great when it comes to things like spreading kindness and joy, but we need larger scale, major organizational buy-in and change to really have the impacts that the planet needs. I've also started listening to Jonathan Vanessa's Getting Curious podcast. The guests that he talks to about things that he is curious about certainly demonstrate that there are a lot more questions we all should be asking, but that there are some good things happening out there and that we have come a long way, but that yes, there is still a long way to go. At the end of the day, I think that what is at the heart of all this is that there are people in all fields, from all walks of life, in every city, town and country who continue to do the good work, who continue to believe that we can make a difference, and that what that boils down to is that they all have hope. I recently read a quote about hope, which is what inspired this episode, but now of course I can't find that quote, so in scrolling through quotes about hope, I came across another that I really like. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without words and never stops at all by Emily Dickinson. And even though it already feels months away, we were only just a month or two out of Advent and the first week of Advent is hope, which is a pretty good way to start a season of waiting and preparation. Because without hope, is there really a point to anything? Hope points to the fact that there is something better. Something I have been wrestling with though is where does wishing end and hope begin? 
Are they two sides of the same coin or completely separate things? I don't know the answer to that, but as it relates to hope, the question is how do we translate that into actionable steps that people can wrap their heads around and get on board with, and that will help all of us see and experience a brighter future. When my mom was dying, my dad hoped for her to get better. Was that hope? Or what about the people who continue to hope for a cure for all the different things that cause their loved ones to suffer? Or the people who are waiting for test results or who have recently written an exam or turned in an assignment or project or applied for a job? Are the positive outcomes they are waiting for based on hope or something else? It's clearly all more complicated than I thought. And as someone who isn't a hope researcher, I did what everyone who isn't a researcher does. I went to the internet and looked for those who know more than I do. And as it happens, there is a group of people who study hope at the University of Arizona. Here are the first examples they gave that pretty much answers my questions. Hoping to win the lottery is actually a wish. Hoping to have a good day, that's positive thinking. And I'm reading this and thinking that they must still be related on some level, but it's obviously important that we recognize that there are differences. And so how the researchers at ASU define hope from a psychological perspective is as a cognitive practice that involves the intentional act of setting goals and working toward them with purpose. That's according to Crystal Bryce, Associate Director of Research in the Hope Center and Clinical Assistant Professor in the T. Denny Sanford School of Social and Family Dynamics. John Parsi, who is the Executive Director at the Hope Center at ASU, says that hope is an active process and that optimistic people see the glass as half full, but hopeful people ask how they can fill the glass full. So I'm glad that I was right about there needing to be some kind of action associated with it because beyond thinking about something and throwing a coin in a well and knowing that that's just a wish, I feel that that's sort of a bit of an, an empty thing. Shane Lopez, another hope researcher, though not from the University of Arizona, said that when we choose hope, we define what matters most to us. And I think that's pretty cool. And in most cases, pretty accurate. When we think about things we hope for, or have hope about, it speaks to what is important, what we value. There is a bit of your character revealed when you hope that something that is currently unjust or not right will change. It's basically a reflection of who they are and what they stand for and what they believe in. Hope is at its heart about believing that an outcome can be different and better than what the current situation is. It's clearly related in some ways to positivity and optimism, but as the ASU researchers say, it goes deeper than that. Shane Lopez also said that hope happens when we use our thoughts and feelings to temper our aversion to loss and actively pursue what is possible. I think that is an important consideration because it shows that while hope may be somewhat intangible, it does absolutely still require action. It requires that we do something because we believe that in doing it, the outcomes can be changed and perhaps more importantly, that we have an active role in it. So no matter how much my dad wished for my mom to get better, there wasn't anything that he could actively do to alter the course of events. He could only wish for an outcome different than what we all knew was going to happen. Those people who wrote the exam or prepared the assignment or went to the job interview, they all did something towards achieving an outcome. They studied, did the work or researched and prepared. So that, by the definitions we just considered, in my mind, is hope, not simply optimism. I think that what I really like about hope being thought of in this way is that there is a lot that we actually have control over. We can do the work, the action, the whatever it is to influence as much as we can what that ultimate outcome is. Wishes are passive, optimism is important, but I want to be as involved as I can in filling up that half empty glass or half full glass as the case may be. 
So when I think of the things that are important to me, like protecting the earth, the animals and birds, the land, the oceans and the air, we absolutely need hope that things can get better, but that needs to be balanced by the fact that we need action driven at all levels in order for it to be able to happen. What can we do as individuals in terms of insulating, using water wisely, creating less waste, but also how do we pressure the governments and industry to do their part? Because at the end of the day, that is where the most significant and most influential change is going to happen. We need to think about who we elect so that we absolutely can have a strong economy, but not at the cost of the sustainability of the land that we are still supposed to be sharing with those who were here before we were. If that sounds a little too woo-woo, well, sorry not sorry. We still need to figure out how to work with the original inhabitants of the land who actually did things in a way that was sustainable. But ironically, they are not the only ones paying the price. If their water is polluted, so is ours. We had several days recently where the air quality index was in the eight to nine range, which is unusual for here. But if we carry on at the rate that we're going, it's not gonna be long before we continue down that eight to nine range on a regular basis. Because we, even though we're a developed industrialized nation, we are driven by profit at the cost of seemingly all else, provincially and quite frankly, also at a nationwide level. However, hope remains essential because, as Sir David Attenborough says, if we give nature a chance, we can still turn this around, but we need to give nature a chance. My hope for 2023 is that it will be different and better than 2022. I hope that I will be able to either find satisfaction in my work or have the courage, more on that in another episode, to take the leap of faith required to do or find something different. I hope that my kiddo gets into the high school they're trying to get into and makes the friends that they have thus far not been able to find. I hope my dad gets over his broken heart and moves on and enjoys the days again. And the list goes on. Each of those things is a somewhat ethereal wish and all of them have some component that requires action. Do more fun things, work as much as required and then learn how to relax. Accept or move on. Remember to complete and submit the registration form on time. Make more of an effort to call regularly and get down to Olds when the weather permits. Hope and action. So what do you hope for? What would you like to see that is different and better? What are the steps that you will need to do so that the hope will, like the winged thing in our soul, take flight and become something? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear it. Thanks for listening. If you have ideas for a topic or even better, a perspective to share, I would love to hear them and share them, ideally in a conversation with you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and throw a comment my way or share with friends. For better or for worse, we're all in this together. We have exactly one world to share, so let's make it the best one it can be. Until next time, take good care. Ciao for now.